Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, the New Year episode. New Year's Eve edition, bitches. How was your New Year, guys? It was amazing. Was it? Yes. Good. To be fair, Luke, let's be honest, we've not had it yet, guys. It's still December. We're sat sat in a studio recording for the new year. But (laughs) but we still wanted you to have an episode of the podcast, so it's not actually the new year. (laughs) Firstly, a big happy new year to all of you listening to the podcast. And as we did last week, Josh and I brought our favourite stories of the year. And this week, James and Lucy are going to bring their favourite stories of the year. So, James, what was your favourite story of the year? My favourite story of the year was back in August and we did a story about Jack Whitehall playing a gay character and we had special guest Elle Mills oh, on. Oh yeah! Yeah, we, we had Elle Mills on and she was one of my favourite guests and so yeah, it was one of my favourite yeah, stories. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. I'm sorry, Lucy. Amazing. Mm, but it was a good one. Uh, this story is from The Times. Oh. Um, the headline is, Anger as Disney cast straight actor Jack Whitehall in gay role. Um, so the three things you need to know. Um, Number one, the British comedian who previously dated the actress Gemma Chan will star alongside Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt in Jungle Cruise. A source told The Sun that Whitehall's character would be a hugely effete, very camp, and very funny, and confirmed he is playing a gay man. The news has led some people to ask why a gay actor wasn't cast for the role. Could they seriously not pick someone actually gay, one person tweeted? But others are warning about the dangers of calling for gay roles to only be played by gay actors, since it can lead to typecasting. Jonah Ford said calling for gay actors to play gay roles will limit gay actors only to gay roles. He said what mattered was if the performance was believable. So the question to you, Josh, is it okay that Jack Whitehall has been cast to play a gay character? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Yeah, of course it is. I think that's fine. I I, I genuinely don't have a problem with that. Like, can you imagine if only straight people were allowed to play straight characters? It is different. That would be awful. Why is it different? (laughs) I feel it is different because... um, This is is similar to what we were talking about at Summer in the City, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's sort of... um, For me, it's like... Had... that There's been a significant lack of gay characters over the course of, of the last 50 years of film or whatever. And so... (laughs) <laughs> See, I'm, I'm struggling with this because I sort of disagree with myself, but I'm going to try and get this thought out of my brain and then we'll all fight me again. Uh, <laughs> you can fight yourself. I can. I'm doing it right now. 
And so over the course of the last 50 years, there will have been gay actors who are going up for roles who have been told that they're too gay to play a straight role. Maybe and they so were. now that there's finally a demand for gay characters, and that's the thing as well, is gay is sort of irrelevant, is it not? Because it, it, where you, what you choose to have sex with is sort of irrelevant. Do you know what? I've got a bigger problem with the fact that the person, he's playing a gay man. Unless that's important to the story, why are they shouting out about that? Oh, um, this is the first openly gay character in a Disney movie. Okay, so that's ever. why. But is the fact that this person is openly gay in the movie yeah, important to the story? I think it's. Like, or is this Disney doing another? Well, I don't know. Woo! Now this is where you We're get into a, this is where you get into a funny area because the fact that he is camp does play a strong role in the story. I'm not sure. We don't know yet. Uh, what's wait? What's camp? I so camp is like flamboyant. Oh, They're like the boisterous yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's almost like we are making, or the, the general society is making a direct link between campness and gayness, which, which is not necessarily there. True. And that is a stereotype as well. And that's not very good. If they're going, oh, he's he's very camp and very funny. Oh yeah, of course he's gay. And Jack Whitehall is awful. very camp. And, but Jack, yeah, but he, Jack, he is very camp. He's also very funny. I think mm. he's brilliant. But like, mm. I don't know. That seems, why would they cast such a stereotypical gay person? Well, they didn't because they cast a straight, <laughs> man. They cast why a straight would they, man. Why would they write such a stereotypical gay character? Well, they because they're representing all different types of people, and those kind of people do exist. Yeah, those two people. Yeah. 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 And because Disney wants to appeal to the, the current wave of uh, of enthusiasm for the LGBT community, so they can monetize it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about monetization. <laughs> um, I d- no, I, d- I don't see a problem with it at all. Um, I think that. You know, to be fair, if you are if you are gay, then you've had a life experience that should then put you at an advantage when you're playing a gay character. You should be able to draw on experiences and emotions and a way of being that gives you an advantage in that audition. But people will have auditioned. I guess where it's annoying here is that I, I doubt Jack Whitehall was involved at the very beginning of the audition process. Do you know what I mean? He's a name already, so they've gone, yeah. ah, he'd be good. Yeah. So I think it's less that he's camp and whatever, it's more that they're like they're trying to get a name in the film that would would work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't get it. But also, they'd have been celebrated if they had cast someone that was gay. So maybe Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And it, it's I'm true. partly quite surprised that Jack Whitehall took this role because he must have known this would happen. Surely, probably because yeah. of what like Scarlett Johansson's situation. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Yeah. It's not like Recent, this yeah. is unprecedented, is it? Yeah. What do yeah. you think about this album? How do see? I'm I'm split because I see both sides, but I'm I lean more towards what Josh is saying. Mm. I think it's okay because, like, you can't like it's he's an actor. It's a role. He's acting. Who cares what his sexuality is? Yeah. But the I guess the thing that's holding me back is because it is like the first openly gay character and like I feel like I understand where people are coming from like and there are a lot of people a lot of actors who are gay that do not get casted as a straight character because they are too flamboyant or they're scared to come out as gay because they think it will affect their career but does that not then mean that they're not a good actor if you're gay and very camp and you can't tone it down and play a straight man then you can't play those characters and that sucks but sorry Hmm. yeah I, I don't know I think I think this has less, I don't know. 
I think he should play it because obviously his performance is probably going to be really good. I don't know. Yeah, he's, yeah. Very, he's quite a camp man. Yeah. I think what I what I because again like, it's sort of like I'm against. Well, I mean, what do you think, James? Because at the moment I need an ally. Come I on. S- <laughs> I see the outrage. I see why people because this is Disney's first openly gay, mm-hmm. first sure. written for the role gay character, and they've just kind of like dipped their toe in the water and go, oh, we'll just we'll just hire a straight actor. It's fine. That, mm. That's how it seems on the surface with the announcement of it. Yeah. Um, I do, however, also see the other side in that this angers me less than say if it was. Um, let's say originally a role for a black person or a person of color that was then rewritten for a white person or if it was like a... Like Scarlett Johansson. Or if it, yeah, like Scarlett yeah. Johansson if it was a trans character that was played by a cis person. That mm-hmm. that kind of angers me more. Or an Asian person played by Scarlett, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, sexuality is just not a... It's, it's a thing that, you know, actors are actors. Of course they can... Yeah, you can't play... A white person can't play a black person. Well, they did. And a white person... In the past. But they shouldn't. And but why? Exactly. Why? By this logic, why not? Because... Because it's just a character trait, right? I don't think we're quite there yet. <laughs> when everything's <laughs> no, okay and people haven't been offended in the way that they have. But I... that's, that's what's happened to the LGBT community. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. And I see this as sort of like Disney are... Um, coming in and they are going, okay, this is a marginalized group who we're going to monetize. I think part of the issue here is that it's being monetized. They're going, and they're going to give nothing back to that group. Yeah, but gay is a sexuality. It's, it's but it's like, not choice. It's the same thing as, as a... Yes, exactly. But how do you know someone's gay until they've told you unless you're drawing on the stereotypes, which are very easy to act? Well, I think that's why it was kind of relevant that he, his dating history, he has said he is straight. Yeah. And so... Uh, why uh, it's, I'm more surprised at him having been being a, a straight I think, I think there's nothing wrong with it but it's almost like a, you're kind of disappointed like because it was a nice opportunity it's like come on yeah. Disney it was a nice yeah yeah no, I, I agree with that you know it's, it's, it's they had a really nice opportunity to kind of do something good mm. for a community that's at the moment just making strides in the in the press and and people are waking up and becoming really aware of it. And it's just this amazing kind of movement that's happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and, and they just had this huge opportunity to do something huge and they didn't. Yeah. But if they had cast a gay person, we'd be doing this article and I'd be going, hey, they're jumping on that free press. They're jumping, they're on, jumping on their ha- bandwagon. That was a really great story, and we loved having Elle Mills on the show. Hopefully we can get her back one day in the new year. Lucy, what was your favourite story of the year? So my st- my favourite story, I mean, there were loads, but the one I enjoyed the most was the one about gambling we did the other day, and I think it was the only story, or one of the only stories, where I felt like I was had a good shot at educating We really children. butted heads on that story, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was I so much it fun. Was, it, that we de- that it's, it, I think it's one of the ones where we debated the mm. most as well. I yeah. think because you've done so much research. Well, it's, it's a topic that's close to home. Yeah. I was really passionate about it. Yeah. But, um, and that really comes through, I think, in that episode. Do, do you know what? That's probably one of my favourite as well. Definitely. How lovely. Yeah. And I, I love the way that after the podcast, we were like, yes, and high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens when you butt heads with Josh? When I butt heads with Josh, I go heads with no sad. I have to call him and then we just say how much we love each other yeah. for 10 minutes and then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to your story, Lucy. My headline comes from The Guardian. Sports minister resigns over delay to gambling curb. Here are the three things that you need to know, Josh. Yes. Sports Minister Tracy Crouch has resigned after the government delayed plans to further regulate fixed-odd betting terminals like slot machines. Her plan was to reduce the maximum bet from £100 to £2. 
The delay, which will allow betting shops to collect an extra 900 million from the machines, sparked outcry amongst campaigners and MPs. Gambling with Lives Group wrote that the machines were an instrumental factor in our children's deaths and that the delay will cause tens of thousands more young people to become addicted and dozens of gambling-related suicides. So, my question for you, Josh, is should the government be doing more to control gambling? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Um, I, I don't think they should. I think gambling's already set at 18. Um, and I think that when you're 18, you should really be aware of the risks of things. Maybe they should do more to educate, um, but I don't think they should be doing more to control it. You know what, Josh, I'm really annoyed because most of my research was down the line of no, and now I'm going to have to do a, put a little bit of my tiny research on yes and what, stretch that out. What, you were thinking out. no as well? I was thinking basically, no, no, I was thinking that Josh would say yes and that I would have to convince him no. He doesn't believe in a nanny <laughs> state. <laughs> Damn it. Well, Thank it was you. just the more interesting one to research. I think you're I wrong, but I could have predicted your answer to mm-hmm. that. I think right. that's a very easy answer to predict. So Hannah, you think he's wrong? Lead with that, please. Oh, God. Well, I'm not the one that's done research on this. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that the effects of gambling, like a gambling addiction, are horrendous. Absolutely. And I think Josh is right in that definitely more education is needed. That isn't happening right now. I don't remember ever being taught about gambling or anything like that. Um, Also, are we allowed to name brands? Mm -hmm. No. As long as it's not labelless, yeah. Uh, one of my one of my favourite things is that um, the betting agency lads broke is literally it's what it says on the tin. It's like lads are broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's why does why does that. anyone ever bet with them when it's just like this is what's going to happen to you? Well, <laughs> just... There's a side there's a side of betting that's 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 really fun. I think you so know when I... you're watching a football game, you put two pounds yeah. on it. It does make it a little bit more interesting when you're down the. And I have been to Vegas and I love blackjack. <laughs> yes, blackjack is a lot of fun. But um, I do think that. There, there needs to be something. And I think that this law sounds good. It's a shame that it's been delayed. So I think, to be honest, I do agree with the law. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of confusing myself. Like, So going back on it, what you're saying is at the moment you can bet £100 a on like a slot machine. Yes. yes. And, and you're and reducing you, it down to two. In the long run, yeah. nobody wins apart from the gambling, the companies yeah. on that one because they're fixed odds. Well, yes, yeah, so they're fixed odds, which it's means there's a definite amount that will go back to the gambling company every time. And so I think that's where the issue comes because you we see gambling as like, oh, maybe I'll win. Maybe the government, maybe the government will win. Maybe the company will win, mm-hmm. right? And there's an element of chance. But in this, while there is an element of chance per game, there is literally zero chance that the company will lose out because it's fixed odds. Yeah, but I do think that you wouldn't be able to do that for everything. Like casinos aren't going to turn around and place their maximum bet at £100. So you're talking about these machines. machines. But I do think that a lot more needs to change than just the fixed odd betting terminals. I have got such strong opinions about gambling. Do share Because the companies are absolutely awful. Someone very close to me got fairly addicted to gambling and it was a huge issue and um it was the emails so you'd sign up for all of these um set amounts like free bets from all these different online companies and then they'd send you more and then if you stopped gambling for a while they'd send you more mm. if you made big losses then oh, they'd but that's send the you same more. with everything no you... it was disgusting and then to cancel their account they had to actually uh, manually write an email or something you couldn't just cancel your account and the account stayed live honestly it's so so dark that's and dirty that's got to have like complications of GDPR now surely yeah like, and, they also, wouldn't be able to... that might have been just before yeah. GDPR and also I, I, I 
I guess, yeah, but again, going back to Hannah's nanny state, like, your no, friend no. decided to place bets. Your I mean, friend is a very capable person, I assume. Are they... You yeah. know how addiction works. Capable people get addicted to things all of the time. Okay, food's addictive. Are you going to ban it? This is very different. We need no, food to live. We don't need gambling to live. But we also <laughs> have the right to do something that you enjoy, and one person... Not, yeah, but it well, needs but, to be but by, by that argument, Hannah, alcohol's addictive. Are you going to ban that? Paracetamol is addictive. Are you going to ban that? No, it's just going to be controlled, so it's yeah. not as easy for everyone to access sure. all the And, it is, and it is controlled. It's 18. You yes, have to be 18 to gamble. And no, to but use once you're machines. over this threshold of 18... It's a free-for-all. It shouldn't be like that. There are 400,000 people in the UK with serious problematic gambling addictions. Mm -hmm. Two million people are at risk of becoming addicted. Think of the link to suicide. Think of the link to mental health. This is such a big issue. People are destroying their lives. Yeah. And it doesn't just affect the people who are addicted. It affects their families and their friends because they end up lying and stealing money yeah. in order to feed that addiction. It, and it, then the deeper you get, the more you feel like you need to gamble more. Yes, okay, so... I fully understand. And there I are companies I, profiting I, from sure, this. Sure, sure. Well, but, but I don't think that I don't think Josh doesn't understand that. Yes, I do completely. And understand I think that. the issue here is, is a much deeper <laughs> issue. Is that the, the the real moral issue we are having here is what what Lucy said was Lucy said com these companies are awful. Well, companies aren't. Companies don't exist to be morally right. So yeah, they're, they're not. Companies the exist to make money, and they find ways to exploit people to make money. So the issue you have is with capitalism. Because oh yeah, I always sure. have an issue. So with that's capitalism. the that's the issue you you have, and you can't expect. Maybe you want to expect, and it would be nice if companies acted morally, but there's no law in place to do that, and so I I agree. I would never. Exploit okay, somebody just, like this. Just because I we've think... been just because we've been dealt a shit sandwich of like some of the some of the things that capitalism has done, yeah. such as companies wanting to profit off the awful like misfortune of, of lots of people. Mm -hmm. But just because that is just something that happens with capitalism, that doesn't mean that we have to deal with that, and and doesn't mean that there aren't things that we can do to regulate and to make it better for people. Yeah, it doesn't need to be banned. I'm not talking about banning gambling. We already do a hell of a lot to regulate and 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 control gambling. No, seeing I, it firsthand, not enough is done. Gambling in, in what, is absolutely like what, fine. Like, what would you do? Like more control how much they can contact people. If somebody is obviously a problematic gambler. It need they contact needs to How be stopped. They, know they that? need to stop. How do they do that? You can tell. You can tell when How someone. How can you is... tell? That that's absolutely ridiculous. A company is is there. They've set oh, up a system. If that... algorithms can tell like who you are, where yeah. you're from, and everything, now they can definitely tell. They... Because the problematic ones, they advertise to them more. And they can do the, they do the same thing online that they do in casinos. Do you know about like the psychology of casinos? So there's no natural light, there's no windows, so you have no idea what time it is. There's never there's no clocks in yeah, casinos, and as, and they have got cameras on you constantly. So as soon as they see that you're losing, they monitor you and they start to monitor your behaviours of like when you'd stop betting. And as soon as it looks like you've maybe made a few losses and you're about to get up and go. Someone will come over to you and offer you a free drink. Yeah, I, they, uh, but and, is and that not the same? The same thing Tes online. Tesco's put their more expensive brands where they make a bigger profit directly in the middle shelf in front of on, in your eye line. The cheaper brands are on the bottom and are harder to reach because well, you no, physically have to but bend this, over. Yeah, dealing with addicts. Exactly. But it's the same thing. You're talking about the way that we market things to people. Yeah, it's and it tricksy works. and it does work. But why? If your business is I gambling, you can employ the same it's tactics. It's an ethical responsibility to avoid addiction developing and also. Oh, becoming more and more problematic. I, I completely, because uh, it's quite funny because I would, 
I would I wouldn't be opposed to gambling not existing for example you know there's a lot of countries where gambling is just completely banned it's not allowed no, that would have huge impacts we get so much taxation from it and gambling is a good form of entertainment if it's done in a controlled way yeah but I don't um, I wouldn't be opposed to that but I don't like it it's I don't understand what you're saying here in a I understand your point. I think what you're trying to get to, Josh, is that you, you, you should if you're so against gambling, gambling shouldn't exist. You shouldn't put sort of arbitrary, randomly assigned Yeah, it's like your 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 arguments for it are going, Yeah, but they're employing very clever marketing tactics to keep you there. Yeah, they are because they're very good at their job and they're doing what they want. They're to very do. irresponsible tactics. It's not their responsibility. No, and but the I thing think that you're forgetting be, is that the person the has chosen be to be there. I as think well. yes, but in with addiction are you really choosing to be there I think there needs to be a responsibility okay, for alcohol's, the company alcohol is addictive the way alcohol is marketed is is using and using your wants and needs for that drink but you're going to outright ban alcohol in all no, fairness though I'm marketing, saying, I'm not saying ban marketing for alcohol is controlled and so that's sort of a funny the marketing kind of gambling is point. as well and actually where you're talking about it being yeah. marketed is very specifically in a casino I'm talking about direct marketing I'm do- and in a casino and to be fair I'm sorry to your friend but they signed up for those emails they decided to sign up for those emails and they also walked into that casino so if you've walked into it's a casino gambling. you've already made the decision to walk into a casino there's it, it, for the me place- it's not a casino for me the issue is online gambling because it's accessible at any time any day 24-7 you then have a direct relationship with the company and I've, I listened how to a documentary you, on Radio 4 the other day then? and the, the of the addicts who had literally de- their lives had been destroyed and I'm not saying they've destroyed their lives because I don't believe they had I think their lives were destroyed by these companies just targeting the vulnerable they really really are I'm really I'm really lost on this one because I've got like two different opinions I agree got, that I've, that's horrible Lucy I, I, I do completely agree that that is a massive shame but and uh, I do, I don't know whether, you know, marketing for anything is done like that. So you can't, you know. But you're, dri- you're driving people to commit suicide. The amount of deaths well, related to th- but that's, gambling. I, I think this is, why it's su- this is why this conversation will go nowhere unless we attack the, the sort of lower down thing is that you believe they are targeting them, targeting them to commit suicide. Josh does not believe they are targeting, they're targeting them to be a customer of their business. The but they know of- full well what that leads to. They're, but, they're well, not well, these companies they, they, aren't they ignorant. know full well what it can lead to yeah they don't, it's, it doesn't it's, 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 it's not a definite there are plenty of people that are capable dozens of gambling of gambling related suicides there are hundreds of thousands of gambling customers and now I'm not I'm, I would never open a gambling business I would never profit off somebody being addicted to something but the point is that Josh is making and that I sort of understand as well is that you can't expect someone something that doesn't have to act morally to act morally, to act people morally. want to earn money, and people run businesses, and you can't. You have to work out better ways to do that. Now, the better way to do that would be to educate people to not do these things. It's like so, no, I don't think so. I I think I grew up being told don't gamble, and I see my close friends and family, predominantly male actually, being told this all their life, not gambling, and then deciding actually I will. Sure, but Lucy, out, this, that's, that's not this, educating. This them. gambling that's, that's... gambling marketing exists everywhere. You see it. You're not a gambling addict. I'm I'm not a gambling addict. Now, you could say that that's down to privilege, maybe, but I want more money. I would love more money. Mm. I have been gambling. I went gambling with Charlie Simpson from Busted once. That's my fun anecdote where he so, lost 500 pounds and I got 250 pounds. Goodbye. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how good a comparison this will be, but the thing that comes to my mind is 
cigarettes and smoking mm-hmm. sure. and how well regulated that is how we've not banned it because that's ridiculous and mm-hmm. the tax well on is it, it ridiculous yes it's completely well, let's, ridiculous let's take people, focus. <laughs> that is ridiculous yeah. um but the fact that you know there's no how, marketing there's no you can't advertise it and also all of the packaging um has like warning messages and and pictures on it and so why can't you have like things like that like if you know if you go on a gambling website there are like the ads on it are like um for help or like for support or for information and things like that Uh, i think that this is a good start but i think it's more about attacking and it is literally attacking those who are problematic because they they sense when somebody is developing a problem and then they send more and more the thing is um, i heard an anecdote the other day from a friend there was someone who was really really it was a farm worker really really good at, at gambling earning like 10k extra on top of his salary just mm-hmm. from doing it and they banned him when you get too good they ban you but when you get too problematic they they literally don't care they welcome it and they want more and more and more mm-hmm. that is not ethical and that needs to be controlled all right so josh at the start of the story you had this to say um i i don't think they should i think gambling's already set at 18 um and i think that when you're 18 you should really be aware of the risks of things maybe they should do more to educate um but i don't think they should be doing more to control it how do you feel about that josh yeah i think i absolutely still agree with with that only because i think the control one it's just a thing that i don't i'm not comfortable which is a control as opposed to education but two i think more education is 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 definitely needed and i don't think control would be better in the long run it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, and to wrap up the show, we are go- I'm going to ask our lovely group, including myself, what are your New Year's resolutions for the show? Not in general, just on the show. Okay, firstly, Lucy. Okay, let me see if I can... By the way, from last week's episode, when I had this pointing stick, I've got the pointing stick he's, out. He's I'm pointing, pointing around. He's pointing at everyone. It's very menacing. <laughs> it's quite distracting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
Um, my New Year's resolution is to make sure I don't let myself not understand news stories because I have this really bad habit of hearing news stories and thinking, oh, I'll just research it later. No, I want to understand it in the moment so I can talk about it. My New Year's resolution is I want to actually educate Josh because it's, <laughs> I found it really difficult. Not because I'm bad or Josh is bad, just because we, we come at life from completely different angles and I think I need to better understand Josh's psyche in the new year so I can sort of dig down and delve into his subconscious and find out where we do agree on something because often we disagree but I think everyone has something they do agree on really deep down and if I can find that in Josh's head I can exploit it for a better show <laughs> but I, I disagree I think you already do on a on a on a on a big in a in a big way as well because like it's not about being right or wrong if if the most open and best way of being is is about being open and i think it's less about educating someone and having to feel that justice in feeling like oh my version of what i thought was right was right and that's true because this person agreed with me sure um, and i think that leads quite nicely into my own resolution which is i need to be okay with people not agreeing with me because i take it as a personal frustration when sometimes when people can't see something the way that i do and i i know in my head if i've thought about something enough sometimes i come from a big place of ignorance but if i have given something time and thought i tend to have a pretty good grasp of it and and, and a good view on it i think it's quite open and and non-judgmental but i do feel sometimes it's like a personal thing to make other people agree with me and i think actually if i look at my own i i ideologism idealism idealism that's the word idealism then that doesn't have to happen it's more important to nurture differences in opinion and be challenged and be happy with that so i think that's really really important james wow that was really deep that was really deep that was really uh oh god follow that one james (laughs) i can't follow that one mine's just gonna be rubbish uh my new year's resolution is to kind of find new ways new ways of exploring stories i guess because i think i feel sometimes we get into the same kind of arguments over and over so i want to try maybe maybe that's through like stats and more research or maybe that's through asking people in my life if if they have opinions on stories i don't know but just uh try try and bring new angles to stories i guess that's really interesting yeah let us know because we get a lot of comments on twitter and someone will just throw a spanner in the works that like is a completely different view to everything we've talked about and yeah i find that really interesting yeah do people prefer listening to opinion-based stuff mm. or factual mm. and i think this leads me on really nicely to like i'll find the final message i'd like for the show is that if you're listening and you think there's things we could do to improve the show then tweet us then send us information like Let we love know. we we um we aren't we haven't been doing this for 20 years we haven't got teams of producers behind us telling us every what lovely producer jack but he's not a team he's a human being he's one human. and so we'd love to know what you think we could do to improve the show oh yeah definitely absolutely i think that's a really good message Luke. thank you well that's it for today's episode we will see you in the new year for series two what do you want lucy my joke of the week sorry Sorry. You forget you every looks, week, Luke. I do. Lucy looked so offended. Like, so Did you forget offended. my joke of the I, week? This one is dog-related. Okay. Well, I apologise profusely. Please. Okay. This joke... <laughs> <laughs> this joke came from Reddit. Why are dogs afraid of going to space? Ooh, this is such a you joke. I want to get it. I want to understand related. it. 
I don't know, Lucy. Why are they afraid, <gasps> I afraid I of going? Well, because they're bubbles. scared of the vacuum. Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing! <laughs> well done! I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Well, thank you. Am I allowed I to think, end the I show think now? Luke's just had his final episode of the year. The final episode the of the year. Feeling the happiest <laughs> he's ever felt. I literally feel so good right now. <laughs> well, okay, can I end the show now? Is that allowed? Yes. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh. We'll see you in the new year for Series 2 of Educating Josh. Thank you and goodbye. Happy goodbye. New Happy New Year. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.